They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Ariella. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids Show on 101.9. Thank you for choosing the Chai Kids Show on Chai FM. And I do hope you had a great day at school. My name is Ariella and I'm eight years old. And I will be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. Today I have a very exciting show for you and here's what you can expect. I will be interviewing Nati Muvala. He is a zoo environmentalist. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about what he does and how fun it can be. Also on the show I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a general knowledge question to challenge your mind. And at the end of the show, I'll listen out to listen out to the Montgomery Jones and the Search for the Lost World of Fantasy Stories audiobooks. They are really interesting and super amazing. You can also get the full stories on Mist Stop Productions channel on YouTube or on the website www.mistproductions.com mistproductions.com Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 rand 50 cents. You can send a telegram on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today. Chai Kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is... Ariella. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ariella and I will be your host for today. Before we start the interview with Nati Muvala, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is Top Chopstick sh- Shops Stock. I repeat, Top Chopstick Shops Stock. A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me now on 0101403020 to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Nati Muvula with me in studio today. So if you have any questions for him, you can send them on... 34519 or telegram to 0618951019. So, what is a zoo environmentalist? Yeah, thank you very much, Ariella. Thank you for having me. And uh, thanks for the question. As an environmentalist, you are someone who's concerned about conservation about preserving biodiversity that is looking after the animal and the plant species that we have in our country and all over the world. And uh, you are aware of things that happen in the environment like pollution, littering, and uh, we take steps 
to prevent those from happening. In other words, an environmentalist would be a person who looks after the interest of the environment. <coughs> that sounds very cool. And how do you become a zoo environmentalist? Uh, you study, go to the university or Technicon, study nature conservation, or you become, <coughs> sorry, you go to the university to study for a nature, a BSc in, in science or in environment, or you do any course that uh, relates to nature conservation, say, at a college. What did you want to be when you were growing up? I wanted to be a pilot, truth be told, but I also loved environment. So uh, the environment took over the interest of being a pilot. So I ended up in the environmental sector. What do you do in your job? In my job, I, I do a whole lot of things. I plan events, conceptualize, implement events, coordinate. I do biodiversity events, your ABBA Day, your Rhino Week, your World uh, Day, uh, Day of Biodiversity, World Environment Day, Wetlands Day, Water Week. So those are some of the activities that I do with young people, especially from school-going kids. And I also do the mentoring of uh, WIL students, university students who are doing uh, experiential learning with us. And I also do training if they need to be trained on aspects of the zoo just to understand where the zoo comes from. And I also do animal welfare and husbandry that is taking care of the animals that we use when we go out and making sure that they are well looked after. Why do you like your job? My job is interesting. I love working with young minds. Young people are smart. The future is in their hands. And I like changing people's ideas and attitudes. So young people, when we deal with them, we prepare them beforehand. We communicate with their teachers. Like for an example, tomorrow we're hosting Rhino Day. We've invited schools. Maybe you'd know Sex in World Primary and Japari. They will be there. And the kids are well prepared for the event. They're going to be marching around the zoo, showing off banners and posters of how to save the rhino. I have a question about the white rhino. Why is it called the white rhino if it's not really white? I think it was a problem with interpretation. It's a white-lipped or white, yeah, it's a white-lipped rhino. But the meaning was lost in the pronunciation and interpretation. Some people thought it meant white rhino. It's a white lip rhino. Do different zoo environmentalists do different things? And if yes, uh, what are those different jobs? Come again. Do different zoo environmentalists, are there different zoo envi environmentalists? Like different kinds? 
Different kinds. Yes, it depends on where you are. Maybe you are working on the marine. You are an environmentalist who's looking at the interest of the marine and the coastal uh, uh, issues. Maybe you are into, you know, pollution, anti-pollution section. Uh, maybe you are into biodiversity. So there is a whole range of conservation that we, 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 we're getting involved in. Thanks. Why do we need zoos? Why do we need what? Zoos. Zoos are important. Uh, zoos are centers of education. There's a whole lot of education that goes on in the zoos. Centers for research. University students that are doing their master's thesis and what have you, they would come to the zoo and be with us for some time and source information and uh, conservation. Conservation is also important. That is why we have animals that live longer than they would in the wild. So we take care of them, we feed them, we don't overfeed them. We have a dietitian who makes it a point that animals are neither obese nor emaciated. They are within the correct scale. And also there is an element of edutainment. We educate in an entertaining way, not like you do in your normal school where you sit behind the desk. At the zoo, you can go out and do treasure hunt. That is educational. At the zoo, you can play water games. That is educational. You can go into enclosures and do a re reinforcement, you know, try and create something exciting for the animals so that they become uh, activated and be alert all the time. So that is part of why zoos are very important. Why do some people say um, keeping animals in zoos is cruel? Do you know why? Yes, I do. People have this belief that animals need to live in the wild. Yes, it's true. But we, we're not taking all the animals in the wild. We take few individuals that we hand raise. The purpose is to do research, is to display the animal, and is to educate about the animal. How else would you know about the big five if you've never had an opportunity to go to Kruger National Park, which is costly? So the zoo are, con are, are, are convenient. They are the wilderness in Serbia. And uh, they are cheap, comparatively speaking, than uh, your normal visit to Kruger National Park, which would cost you some thousands of friends. How many different kinds of animals are in the zoo? We have more than 2,000 species of animals. They differ from the smallest to the biggest, from the small cats to the big cats, the pachydems, you also have the antelopes, you have the chimps. In fact, the zoo is divided according to, to sections. There are different sections, like if you look at the tango sections, they deal with the fish species. If you look at the delta section, they deal with the pachydems. So uh, you look at the bravo section, they deal with the baits. So there is a whole range of species 
spread throughout the zoo, but are managed by different sections. What's the best part of your job? The best part? It's uh, when I teach young people and see the excitement in their eyes. It's when I change people's perceptions and change young people's mind. It's when I see young people getting involved practically on, on, on an activity and seeing the smiles and that sense of satisfaction in their eyes. What animal would you like as a pet and why? I love wild dogs, but I can't keep a wild dog as a pet. I love wild dogs because they epitomize teamwork. Wild dogs cannot hunt as solitary animals. They help each other. If they chase a prey, they would run a marathon until the prey is very tired and then they catch it. So they help each other. If the one at the front becomes tired, the one that comes at the back takes over and they keep chasing until they catch the prey. But what is important is the teamwork because as an individual, it cannot succeed. That is why in your classroom, your teachers would give you a peer group assessment or activity. It's much, it's much easier when the five of you are doing a particular task to come up with results. Did you love animals when you were a young child? Yes. I slept with my cat and uh, I enjoyed the pair of the cat inside my blankets and the warmth that it gave me. That's the first animal that I was introduced to. What is your favorite animal? And why is it your favorite animal? Yeah, my favorite is still the wild dog. And the cheetah. Uh, I love the, 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 the stamina, the durability, the tenacity when they chase a prey. Especially the cheetah. The cheetah would sprint for a very short distance, but at a very high speed of around 100 kilometers per hour. So that one, it, 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 it's part of me. I enjoy seeing a cheetah chase because it gives me that sense of achievement that the cheetah has achieved its goal. And so as human beings, we can learn a thing or two from the behavior of animals. That if you want something so much, you can chase after your goals and you'll get your goal ultimately. How do you learn not to be scared of animals? You learn not to be scared of animals by respecting their space. The habitat of an animal is very important. The enclosures where we keep our animals are scientifically designed to give them flexibility, mobility, and freedom of movement. So if you respect them, because the, 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 the wild ones, there's a barrier, a steel barrier that separates you know, the keepers 
the guys who feed them on daily basis. And they need to stick to the rules and regulation and take serious precaution so that they don't breach the, 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 the barrier or the protocols and then get, find themselves in trouble. So if you respect your animal, then you will be fine. Are there any animals that you don't like? Yes. What animal that you don't Insects, like? not animal. Oh. I hate a fly. I hate cockroaches. But I love Madagascan hissing cockroaches. Do you know what Madagascan hissing cockroaches are? At zones. Those are cockroaches that are found in the forests of Madagascar. They are the cleanest cockroaches in the world because they eat plants. They are not like the ones you find in your in your kitchen or the ones that we find at home. So those ones you can touch without any concern or worry. If you had to be one of the animals at the zoo, which animal would that be? Uh, I would love to be a cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, let's take a quick song break. We'll be right back. Hi, kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Ariella. This is Hi Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Ariella and I'm eight years old. Before I carry on with my interview with Natty Mwula, I'm going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is top chopstick shops stock. And I have a general knowledge question to challenge your thinking. And it is, how many lives is a cat said to have? Send your answer to our SMS line, 34519, or telegram to 061-895-1019. If you have any questions for Nati Murula, you can send an SMS to 34519, or telegram to 061-895-1019, or call on... Now let me carry on with my questions. If you had to make an animal, what would you call it? If I had to make an animal? Yeah, like make one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough one. Maybe you need to explain uh, how in terms of making the animal, creating a sculptor or making a toy of an animal? Like making a sculpture, yeah. Oh, I would make a sculpture of the gorilla. Uh, The zoo recently lost uh, a gorilla, so we, 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 we don't have a gorilla anymore at the zoo. And people are asking questions as to when are we getting new gorillas. It's not easy to get those animals willy-nilly. It's a process. It takes time. But people who are interested in knowing about the gorilla, if there is a gorilla statue or a sculpture there at the enclosure, 
then probably it might, you know, suit their curiosity when we explain to them that in the meantime we'll have this replica of the late or the dead animal in the in, in its place. So I would definitely make a sculpture of a gorilla. How did you lose the gorilla? Was it in like a fight or did it just like No, she got sick and uh, I think uh, some of the vitals could not function normally and she, she could not be saved. What a shame. Uh, what, um, what is an ex- uh, exotic animal? An exotic animal, uh, well, uh, it's the animals that are not indigenous that are, are not from our country. Let's say you take an animal from Europe, you bring it here. We're not gonna call it an, 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 an indigenous animal. It's an exotic because it comes from outside the country. Why do people mostly get dogs and cats as pets and not tigers or pandas? Dogs and cats are easily to domesticate. Uh, Their temperament, it's not wild, though they can be trained and be wild, but they are docile and uh, their temperament, it's it's easy to to tame. Uh, Tigers, lions, you can hand raise them if you have one, but they have this tendency to, to show their wild side. So it's not advisable to to keep such animals as pets. How many animals in the zoo are you allowed to keep? Uh, Like I said that we have more than 2,000 species of animals. There's a whole variety of species in different sections of the zoo. Okay, you have your picky dams, you have your... uh, Gorillas, I'm sorry the gorilla is gone by the way, Uh, you have your monkeys, you have your vultures, you have your condos, you have the small cats, you have the big cats. So in different sections, it depends on the the, uh, animal collection team as to what type of animals are they procuring or what type of animals are being donated to us and then we, we keep them. Are there no more gorillas in all the zoos in South Africa? Or is it just one that we... I'm not so sure whether Pretoria Zoo still has a gorilla, but for Johannesburg Zoo, there is no more gorilla. How do you make sure that the animals don't bite you when you're feeding them? There are rules and protocols that the animal keepers, people who live and look after the, 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 the welfare of the animals, say, on daily basis, people who feed them, who clean their enclosure, they have to make sure that they don't violate or, you know, take precautions for granted. I said there is a barrier a steel barrier that separates the staff from 
you know, getting uh, into contact with dangerous animals. So if they are to be fed, there are processes and mechanisms that are followed. Sometimes food is put in a trough and then it falls into the into the enclosure because you can't just go in there and open and feed a tiger the 150 kilograms of meat. It might attack you. So people are trained by Sheikh to be vigilant all the time, listen to the rules, obey the, the, the ground rules, and take precaution at all costs to avoid any injuries. Can people call the zoo when they find snakes in their homes? Yeah, we do get a lot of calls from people who find snakes in their homes, not knowing what to do. Uh, as a word of caution, if you see a snake in the house, don't throw boiling water at the snake, don't uh, throw stones, don't try and confront the snake. Rather, seek for help. When they call us, we, we refer them to, to people who are experts in, in catching snakes. The zoo doesn't go out to catch snakes in the, in the community, but we only make referrals to people who are experience in, in catching snakes. And what's the worst part of your job? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, the worst part of my job is uh, people. When people don't toe the line or don't do as per agreement, let's say we have a biodiversity event, we have planned, and uh, people don't, you know, do as, as planned. It, it's so frustrating. And also, it is the king of the jungle. What is it? What's the king of the jungle? The king of the jungle would be an elephant. The lion is not the king of the jungle. Lions don't live in the mm. jungle. They don't live in the forest. They live in the savanna. So it's wrong for people to say the lion is the king of the jungle. I thought the line was, <laughs> which yeah, is more powerful. In terms of? Uh, like attacking. attacking. A lion would be obviously more, more powerful than, than Can an a elephant. Can a lion take down an elephant? Yes, but not one lion, maybe five or a pack of six. They can, but uh, they don't usually attack the bulls because bulls are big and strong. They attack the young elephants when they are maybe astray from the group or maybe they are injured, they can't keep the pace with the rest of the group as, as they move along. So the lion picks up on that vulnerability and then they attack. Do you know why it's called the, the king of the jungle? Is it because it's like the biggest? Yeah, elephants rule no animal except for the lions challenges the, the might of the, of the elephants. They enjoy eating the, 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 the leaves from the trees. They enjoy rubbing themselves against the trees. Sometimes they make these trees fall to the ground. Sometimes they shake them, help with pollination. So uh, I think an elephant rules in the jungle. Why do people kill elephants for their tusks? And how do we stop them? That's a difficult one. 
for greed purposes and uh, for multi purposes the lion tusk and the and the rhino horn are used by mostly orient countries like your vietnam your china to make the so called muti and uh, if you look at the composition of the tusk and the and the and the rhino horn it's made up of a protein called keratin the same protein that makes your hair and your nails and uh, there is no way you can chop your hair or cut your hair and uh, cut your nails and grind them into a fine powder and then you say this is multi for headache or multi for you know the ear if your ear is sore and that works so it's defying logic as to who came up with the notion that the rhino horn or the elephant tusk can be converted into muti but if it's not converted into muti some people greedy people would use it uh, to make jewelry you know it's called the ivory if you 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 have you look at the, some of the daggers they are made up of ivory they look nice and beautiful so we are encouraging our youth and the communities that we work with not to buy such things because if you buy that beautiful dagger it's it's made up of a rhino horn or an elephant tusk that was killed brutally so at some point so as people who are champions of nature we always try and teach our communities teach the public about these challenges that are experienced by animals out there thanks hi kids for kids by kids they are the hi kids your host today is ariella This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ariel and I'm 8 years old. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on 0101403020. And I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. Just a reminder the general knowledge question is how many Lives is a cat said to have. You can send your answer to three four five one nine or Telegram to o six one eight nine five one o one nine. You can call me now on o one o one four o three o two o to see if you can say the tongue twister faster than me. Vasi, please start the timer. Top chopstick. shop stock chop chop a uh, top chop top chopstick shop stock chop stop stick i'm so bad at this <laughs> do we have any callers for the tongue twister no does natty want to do it you want to give it a try yeah it's hard and go top chopstick shop stock top chopstick shop stock top chopstick shop stock 
Top shop stick shop stock. Top shop chop stick shop stock. Top chop stick shop stock. Top shop. You made it look so easy. Well done. On that note, let's take a quick song break. We'll be right back. Hi, kids. For kids, by kids. They are the High Kids. Your host today is Ariella. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ariella and I'm eight years old. Lots of answers have come through for the general knowledge question. Thank you for playing. The general knowledge question was how many lives is a cat said to have? The answer was, drum roll please. Nine. This has been Car Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Arielle and I'm eight years old. Thank you to my guests for coming on my show, Natty Muvula, my producer Senna and Buzzy for pushing the big red buttons. Kind reminder to listen out for the Montgomery Jones and the search for the lost world of fantasy stories segment right after the show and i promise you you will enjoy it and also if you want the full segment on montgomery jones and the search for the lost world of fantasy you can visit our web f- website at highfm.com join us tomorrow next week wednesday for another Chai Kids show on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye, kids. And Chanatova.